and gentlemen, 7 o'clock on a Saturday night, and as usual, that means it's time for The Other Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Stacy McCain. And I'm not. Hello, folks. It's the other guy on The Other Podcast, John Hogue here, and live and direct from exotic Valdosta. Hi, Diana. Hello, hello. How are you doing this evening? I'm great. I'm absolutely great. A little bit tired, but... Um... That's to be expected. It's Saturday, and Saturdays are crazy. <laughs> well, how's the weather in uh, uh, beautiful Valdosta, GA? Well, it's hot and sticky. <laughs> um, it's Georgia. It's it's, it's, Georgia. it's Georgia. It's June. It's hot. It's sticky. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, um, uh, I, I'm I'm concerned. Do y'all do y'all have any rights left down there in Georgia? I, I I'm told <laughs> that the Supreme Court has just uh, uh, just taken away everyone's rights. I I'm sure uh-huh. as a woman you oh. can speak uh, uh, for you know, the oppression you're suffering down there in Georgia. My horrible horrible oppression as a married woman. <laughs> Yeah, right. Um, you know, uh, there's, there, there's, it's really funny. I haven't, everybody I've talked to has been kind of like, yeah, this is kind of, it's kind of good that it's back to the States. Um, it means we have to talk to each other. Um, I was making, I made some joke about, yeah, um, rather than doing gladiatorial combat in the courts, we can actually talk to each other. And since we're all armed, we have to be polite. (laughs) Yes, well, uh, we are all armed, but uh, we also uh, uh, have our First Amendment rights. And uh, Mm -hmm. Stacy exercises his at his blog, theothermccain.com, and also at other fine spots around the internet. And you can find my good friend uh, John Hogue's blogging at uh, hoguash.com. Should I even ask, Diana? Not at the moment. I'll let you know in a few weeks. Well, you know what happened today in in Valdosta? Mm. Raphael Warnock came to town campaigning for re-election. How do you think that's going to go? Not well. (laughs) He's running against who? Uh, Please remind me who the Republican nominee is. Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker, and I'm telling you, there are folks who would crawl across over glass. broken glass. Oh, and absolutely. and lava and lava. Yeah, <laughs> after I, the broken glass. <laughs> yeah, the the bulldogs love them some Herschel Walker. I mean, that was the uh-huh. he was the 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 finest running back they ever had. They've had quite a few good ones, but mm-hmm. but he was absolutely the best. Yeah, and, well, oh yeah. It's it, it's going to be an interesting um, an interesting time coming up between now uh, and uh, the second week in November. <laughs> yeah, I I, I, I'm, uh, I I I'm just hoping we can get through the uh, coming weeks without uh, uh, with, without having um, you know a complete uh, meltdown. <laughs> yeah, I you know it's like it's like I've been telling everybody. Stay sane. If you can't mm-hmm. handle the news, don't watch the news. Find yourself a hobby. Well, but here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have, I mean, I've been talking about for the last 18 months about the overreach the Democrats have inflicted upon themselves. Mm-hmm. And now they're trying to save uh, everything. And the, the classic example is the uh, January 6th uh, uh, mock trials. <sighs> And uh, they've even roped in a a friend of ours, Stacey. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, news at CNN this week. Uh, 
on Friday, uh, CNN cameras uh, spotted Ali Alexander, uh, the pro-Trump conspiracy theorist <laughs> and stop the steal leader, that's how they described him, <laughs> testified to a federal grand jury that is part of the DOJ's January 6th probe. CNN saw him entering and leaving the courthouse today. And they've got a picture of uh, Ali looking dapper in a gray suit there. I wish I'd known he'd been in town. He I'd needs to stand supper. up straighter. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, he's got lots of friends in D.C. And uh, <laughs> But uh, they say that Alexander did not respond to questions at the courthouse. He has not been charged with any crime. He acknowledged his testimony in a social media post on Friday, quote, Today, a D.C. grand jury brought me in under subpoena and the threat of imprisonment. I told them I committed no crimes and observed no one committing any crimes during the 2020 election and January 6th. And that's what he wrote on Truth So social and i i described him with a phrase from uh, uh from uh, mark twain and mm -hmm. the calm confidence of a christian holding four aces yep. <laughs> what they have tried to do what they have tried to do do i hear a siren are the cops yes to yes get you? yes no no you know i live two blocks from the from the station and we've been <laughs> having we there's so it's so hot and there's so uh, we've had people dropping left right and center as heat ca casualties and every time we have a rollout of the cops well at least one police car to go and uh keep the relatives from being silly while the emts take care of them yeah. Well, anyways, the uh, uh, the thing is, uh, uh, is that um, Ali organized the Stop the Steal rally, which mm -hmm. was a separate thing from the uh, you know people storming the Capitol. Uh, uh, he, he was he, back on the ellipse, which is you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, 12, 15 blocks away. You know, mm -hmm. he he live streamed a video uh, from. On, on Twitter at the time, he live streamed a video of himself up on a balcony far from the Capitol, uh, you know, while this was going on. So there is video evidence that he had nothing to do with the breaching of the Capitol. And what they've mm -hmm. tried to do, what they've tried to do is say that, well, you know, their concern, okay, the concern of the people who were holding the rally they were afraid that they would be attacked by Antifa, okay? Mm -hmm. And so at some point, uh, Ali had talked about having um, the Proud Boys and uh, uh, Oath Keepers or whatever uh, provide security for the protest, uh, for their rally. He did not imagine uh, what actually happened. And so, and so I'm sure he went in there and... Uh, and and told them it was all my idea. No, wait, what? 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 No, Jen, basic, I'm kidding. Basic, basic, basically, what you have is uh, you have mm -hmm. people who just they look at the facts of what actually happened. It doesn't fit their narrative, and so mm -hmm. they're going to tell they're going to tell you something that's just bogusly wrong. We had the same thing yeah. on Monday. Uh, Bill Nye had a tweet. Uh, the United States we know today was built on the labor of enslaved black Americans. Oh. Uh, the last were not freed officially until the 19th of June, 1865. Let us celebrate and never forget because oh, it was the Juneteenth thing. The, I, 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 did, I had to do a don't know much about history post on this one because the 13th mm -hmm. Amendment was proclaimed as ratified on the 18th of December, 1865. Mm -hmm. And that was when the last groups of slaves held in the Union states of Kentucky and Delaware were emancipated. Mm -hmm. Which, Not for some reason, is long forgotten. Yeah, well, Kentucky, Delaware, and New Jersey rejected the 13th Amendment and didn't ratify it until after it had been ratified by enough states for, to be in effect. Most mm -hmm. people don't know that uh, uh, there were once slaves 
uh, in New York. Uh, New York was a slave state. Pennsylvania mm-hmm. was yeah, a so, slave so, state. Sojourner Delaware Truth. was a slave state. So, well, Massachusetts was a slave state. Sojourner Truth was born as a slave in New York. Right. Mm-hmm. In the, she okay, was. A, a, after, after the resolu- revolution, a lot of people don't realize that Benjamin Franklin uh, owned six slaves. He emancipated them. But he, yes, he did. He, he was a, he was a slaveholder. Every yes. single person whose picture is on our currency, with the exception of Lincoln, uh, was either a slaveholder or somebody who uh, uh, married into a slaveholding family. Uh, Lincoln's Mary Todd's wife family. Was, yeah, Mary Todd's Kent- family. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but they were Kentucky but, slaveholders, right? But, yes, I mean, they were. Yes, but I mean, but. But Hamilton actually married into the family business. The Schuylers, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, you know, it's, uh, it's the, you know, don't know much about history, but, but do know uh, what the narrative is supposed to be. And so, therefore, oh, yeah. look, Bill Nye is, no, is even less of a history guy than a science guy. <laughs> well, yeah, and- yeah but his, pain, his ignorance frequently makes me cringe, wince. Yeah, people have been deliberately misinformed about our history. I mean, it really. Well, well I, yeah. I, I, you know, well, uh, you know, I, I liked uh, Charles C.W. Cook's thing, uh, tweet. I'll summarize it. Uh, where basically uh, the, it says, Tawny, colon, it, it, uh, if we let the blacks be citizens, they would be able to carry guns. And then <laughs> Thomas, colon, damn straight. <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, one quick thing. One quick thing, because mm-hmm. we're, we we uh, we ran across narrative um, this week, uh, or actually last week. Um, a certain city councilman here in Valdosta died. His name was Sonny Vickers, um, and um, he's been he was actually acting mayor in 1986. Um, his whole thing was get the streets paved, put in some sidewalks. Come on, let's you know, let's be civilized here. Um, and um, pretty much everybody on the council, on the city council, is all choked up about this. But statewide, starting Sunday, um, flags will be flying in Georgia at half mast because in in honor of Sonny Vickers. Um, yeah. Well, let me put it this way. Sonny Vickers was council, uh, was district three, my district. He was a, a 79, 80 year old black man who was elected back, you know, you know, everybody's impression of the South. Well, let me put it this way. Everybody here is just really sad and is going to really miss him. He was a really great man. Yep. Well, Thomas, nobody cares. <laughs> but yeah. uh, obviously the narrative is, oh, you racist whites, you don't care. Yes, well, yeah, it's just racist whites. I'll tell you what, Clarence Thomas made my mm-hmm. day this week, though. Uh, mm-hmm. And he wrote, we know of no other constitutional right <laughs> that an individual may exercise only after demonstrating to government officers some special need. Yes. That is not how the First Amendment works. When it comes to unpopular speech or the free exercise of religion, it is not how the Sixth Amendment works when it comes to a defendant's right to confront the witnesses against him. And it is not how the Second Amendment works when it comes to public carry for self-defense. <sighs> Wasn't that beautiful? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, also uh, blogged about... Uh, about this, but anyways, yeah, well, yeah you, you had another. Yeah, well, I mean, I wanted to talk about the fact that Thomas was able to do that because he was one of the people mm-hmm. on the leading edge of a long march that uh, the not the left but the right had through one of our institutions, and that's the that's uh, the courts and the law. You know, you often hear about the the, the left having their long marches through academia and mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But we we spent, and by we I mean those of us on the right, spent the last forty years training lawyers as originalists, mm-hmm. people who would look at a law and say, "Yeah, it still means what the people who wrote it thought it meant," and then apply that uh, when they are uh, settling cases. And uh, we've had two cases come down this week. Where the originalists uh, in Bruin and Dobbs decisions um, uh, 
basically uh, are the result of that long effort. Um, because basically, uh, you've got a majority of judges on the Supreme Court that have ruled that two fundamental uh, accomplishments, the left's long marching through the, these legal institutions, have no basis in the Constitution. One is obviously the Dobbs decision where mm -hmm. uh, a right got made up out of whole cloth. Essentially what seven unelected judges did was mm -hmm. uh, amend the Constitution mm -hmm. illegally to add a, a right. And mm -hmm. just like when we amended the Constitution in a legal manner to have the uh, 18th Amendment and prohibition and then figure mm -hmm. we screwed up and had the 21st Amendment to get rid of prohibition, uh, the court uh, undid what the court had improperly done 49 years ago and mm -hmm. basically put the Constitution back the way it's supposed to be. And, and there's another principle in the Constitution that says there are things that are so important to, to individuals as their rights that it doesn't matter how the majority feels about it. Mm -hmm. we have, there yes. are things we have to set outside of democracy for the protection of individual liberties. And mm -hmm. self-defense is one of them. Mm -hmm. And basically, that's, uh, you know, what we've seen is we've had something that was, wasn't supposed to, uh, something that was unconstitutionally removed from the dem democratic process put back and something that mm -hmm. was unconstitutionally uh, subjected to the democratic process uh, moved back into the protection that the Second mm -hmm. Amendment, the Bill of Rights offered. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I've got a friend arguing that um, abortion belongs under the Ninth Amendment, to which my reaction was, I don't think that, sa that says what you think it says. Um, I think that just means that we that this is something that is a it belongs to our representatives, the legislature, and we have to practice persuasion on both sides. Well, I mean, um, Anthony Scalia would have uh, responded to the person that, what person in his right mind in 1791 would, or in 1868 would have believed that uh, there is a right to abortion? And <laughs> it, it's a matter for state law. It's not a matter for the courts. It's not a matter of a right. It might be a privilege mm -hmm. that... Uh, a state would uh, would grant, but I don't see how killing. Um, I don't see how you have to admit, no matter where you stand on this, that abortion is killing. Um, it's not self defense, therefore, and it's not a legal process, so therefore, it's not. If, uh, we're going if, to uh, uh, talk about. We're going to run away in, in just <laughs> just a little bit, but. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm. But, but, but let's let's go ahead and and, and deal let's with run. the Bruin decision first because that went down first. Yeah. Oh yeah. On Thursday. Sorry. <laughs> uh, the the Bruin decision. Yeah, I don't want I don't want to be running out ahead of ourselves in terms of the agenda. No, sorry. By the way, I have warned John that uh, later I'm going to rant for a while. And I've told him I have we the switch haven't. for his microphone. <laughs> I like no, Stacy's rants. Come I'm on. Like I, 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 I am a victim. Uh, but anyways. Um... <laughs> Stacy, you're only a victim of your own passion. Go. I've turned off his microphone, but I'm going to turn it back. <laughs> the, 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 the thing is, is that, is that, that people were so upset about this law. I mean, they, their heads were exploding on MSNBC and CNN mm -hmm. about this this ruling um and i said that it was written by justice clarence thomas who was joined by all three of the trump appointed justices gorsuch mm -hmm. kavanaugh and barrett as well as roberts and alito both mm -hmm. nominated by george w bush and i said this ought to serve as a rebuke to some of my permanently malcontented conservative friends who grumble about the worthlessness of Republican politicians, but who must now admit that elections do indeed matter. We all owe a debt of gratitude to Cocaine Mitch, 
Ooh, love him or hate him. <laughs> now, whatever his other faults can reliably muster a Senate majority to confirm GOP judges and who fucked over the Democrats by keeping Merrick Garland off the Supreme Court. So thank, thank you, Cocaine Mitch. But but as I said on Thursday, all that hysterical screeching we're hearing from liberals <laughs> panicked over this decision. Just wait until Friday. So John, one other person who's, who we owe a deep debt of thanks to about this decision. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> oh my God, my brother was my, my brother mentioned this. You see, if you remember the vacancy that was filled by Gorsuch. Okay, let's backtrack. What had happened was is that Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, not been, Gorsuch, not Gorsuch, oh, Amy Barrett. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. But anyways. But it, I'm sorry, but yeah, Amy Comey Barrett, the seat that she was filled. Okay, what happened was, is that Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who was, who was how old when she finally died? 82 or 3. Yeah, but she had been in very Pancreatic bad cancer. health. Yeah, she had been in bad health for a long time. Oh, and. Lady. Uh, but uh, in in 2016, there were in 2000, you know, during Obama's second term, there were talk, mm -hmm. there was talk that she, and um, who was the other guy who recently stepped, Breyer, yeah. Breyer, yeah, that she and Breyer ought to step aside so that Obama could appoint uh, their predecessor, well, successor. Well, their successor, excuse me. And so, so, but, but Ruth, see, her idea was that Hillary would appoint <laughs> her successor, right? So <laughs> she was going to stay in there so that Hillary Clinton could have the honor of appointing Ruth Bader Ginsburg's successor. And this was going to be Bad very idea. symbolic. And, and what, well, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Hillary Clinton, <laughs> that's what could go wrong. Anyways, but Cocaine <laughs> Mitch uh, kept Garland off the court, and that seat oh, went yes. to Gorsuch, and then we had the Kavanaugh riots. I don't know, oh. you know, people talking about insurrection. Do you remember those mobs that attacking senators on the elevators of the Capitol? I do. Yeah. Oh, but we're supposed to forget that. But anyways, as Professor I won't. Glenn Reynolds of Instapundit fame pointed out, the the, the decision uh, striking down the uh, uh, New York gun law, quote, will make essentially no difference in the 43 states that have shall issue carry now. Its immediate yes. impact will be limited to those may issue states that make permits available at the discretion of authorities. So, and in other so words, several several of the states have announced that they're going to do everything they can to uh, find ways to work around the Supreme Court's ruling. California's uh, <sighs> Attorney General has said you can't uh, ask about uh, about the reason, you know, good cause that thing anymore. But you mm -hmm. can still rely on uh, checking out somebody's good character and still require things like psych testing and that sort of stuff. So well, California, uh, California. no, they can't. <laughs> well, that's what that's the, that's the guidance that came out today from the state attorney general. I know, Anyways, I know, and I'm so glad I'm not in California anymore. But here's the thing: um, the very the p very few people I knew in California who had uh, concealed carry licenses, and I'm talking about people I personally knew. Um, were from outside of places like the Bay Area, where the sheriffs will not issue them, no matter un unless you're a celebrity um, there, or a politician. There, there are six concealed carry licenses in San Francisco. Yes, I know. <laughs> and one of them is held by Diane Feinstein. The other, another is held by her son. That and so that's that's a third of the of of the licenses. Yeah. So that that tells you what it's like there. Uh, oh, yeah. And like like an eighty some odd year old woman should have it. Never mind. 
We're not going to say bad things about elderly women. We no, like elderly actually, we're going to we're going to move on to the second half of of the fun from the Supreme Court, which my son yes. described as a Conan uh, <laughs> moment uh, to crush your enemies, enemies to see them driven before driven you. before you, and to hear, and to the, hear the lamentations of, their of women. the women. Of their women. <laughs> <laughs> the worst yeah, 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 yeah. What is good, ever. Conan? Conan, what is good? Anyway, no, what is okay. best in this life? <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, as soon as the um, uh, it was announced uh, uh, a little after ten o'clock uh, Friday morning that mm. uh, the Supreme Court had overturned Roe v. Wade in toto. I like that. In toto. They ripped it to shreds and flung it to the wind. But anyways, my headline was prediction, maximum craziness. I said, said, pro-abortion fanatics have been threatening violence if the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. That has now happened, so we'll see. And I updated uh, with some of the unhinged reactions from Mm -hmm. speaking of elderly women. Nancy Pelosi... Uh, and she tweeted out, today, the Republican-controlled Supreme Court has achieved the GOP's dark and extreme goal of ripping away women's right to make their own reproductive health decisions. Because of Donald Trump, Mitch McConnell, the Republican Party, and their supermajority on the Supreme Court, American women today have less freedom than their mothers. Radical Republicans are now charging ahead with their crusade to criminalize health freedom. In Congress, Republicans are plotting a nationwide abortion ban. In the state, they want to arrest doctors offering reproductive care. And women for terminating a pregnancy. GOP extremists are threatening to criminalize contraception in veto fertilization and post-miscarriage care. Sounds like a good team. How? No, hold it. There's whole bunches of just absolute nonsense phrases there. Oh, I mean, yeah. The idea, the idea that killing your baby is reproductive care. No, it's not reproductive care. It's reproductive destruction. Or the idea that uh, somehow because women can't have abortion, they can't control reproduction. I mean, con- there's contraception. Contraception, lots of it. That there's there's abstinence if it's that important to you. Yes. The fact that, the fact that uh, you have to actually make choices that uh, have consequences is tough, but it's the way life works. Yes, yes, it is. And that's the thing that's making it's like women have no agency until they're knocked up. And then their age, they only have agency if they choose abortion. Do you know how weird that sounds? <laughs> I'm, I'm female. I'm female. I'm a woman. I am a product of my era. Actions have consequences. You have agency. Um, when you choose to, you know, I'm, I'm, we're not talking here about anything except consensual sex. When you take off your clothes and take off your troubles at the same time, you're making choices and you better make good ones. And if you can't make good ones, at least be careful, you know, as my dad used to say to me, if you can't be good, be careful. <laughs> well, you know, the, the, the funny thing is, is that, uh, you know, it, the idea it's the euphemism, and we're going mm-hmm. to uh, later on when I get into my rant, we're going to talk <laughs> about some of this euphemistic language to which uh, uh, Democrats have become addicted. But meanwhile, in Arizona, uh, <laughs> last night, a deranged pro-abortion mob uh, stormed the Arizona Capitol while the uh, state Senate was meeting. And I said, it was a mostly peaceful insurrection. 
Uh, law enforcement officers in Phoenix, Arizona, used tear gas to break up a sizable group of protesters outside the state Senate building following the U.S. Supreme Court's decision to overturn the landmark abortion ruling Roe v. Wade. Quote, protesters threatened to break the Arizona Senate entryway glass. Uh, Republican Arizona State Senator Wendy Rogers tweeted, as members were in the middle of voting on a series of bills, the situation escalated into a hostage situation as lawmakers were instructed not to exit the building. Uh, anyways, um, but uh, everyone noted that, that suddenly uh, dissent is now the highest form of, 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 of patriotism again. Um, you know, you know the, the, the Democrats, uh, I think, the head, what was the headline at the Babylon Bee? That, uh, uh, that they, had, they were Democrats adjourn uh, J6 committee to stage insurrections. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but That's that, pretty good. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is good. But the thing is, is that, you know, this is just absolute irresponsible behavior. And you, we, you, you were, we're talking about people having agency, about people being able mm -hmm. to make choices. You, you can know, make choices. choices. And, and, and the thing is, is that, you know, for example, we've chosen to be bloggers <laughs> and people can choose to support us in our blog. And tell them about the mm -hmm. yellow button, Stacey. We have reached the shameless capitalism uh, part of the uh, of the broadcast, and, and you remember Milton Friedman's famous phrase about capitalism that you are free to choose. Well, if you choose to go to my blog, theothermccain.com, you will notice near the top of the center column a yellow button with the word donate on it. If you will click the yellow button, it will take you to my PayPal account where you can contribute. Uh, dollars, euros, uh, pesos, uh, just about any form of currency except uh, Russian rubles. Um, uh, we'll get back to that later. But anyways, but if you if you click the yellow button, go to my PayPal account. You can contribute to support the blog, to support uh, the podcast, and of course, most importantly to make my wife happy because she likes it when I make money. And so it's very good for my marriage when people hit the yellow button and donate through PayPal. Meanwhile, over at my good friend John Hogue's blog, hogwash.com. Lurking in the sidebar over on the right, you'll see a tip jar icon. Click on that. Be taken away to my PayPal account where you can help support the blog or the podcast or just be nice to me. I, that's fine, too. Uh, you can uh, shop at the Hogwash store. You can shop using the Amazon affiliate links that you find at Hogwash and uh, also at uh, the other McCain. When you use one of those links, a, a blog, the blogger gets a small cut of the actions. It's actually something nice that Amazon does to support the blogosphere. Or, by the way, if you do have some spare uh, old gold uh, imperial <laughs> Russian rubles, I will take those. You can find my address at the DMCA uh, link uh, at the uh, menu at the top of the page. Regardless of how you choose to support us, Please remember the five most important words in the English language. Hit the freaking tip jar. Yes, please. Now, let's get back to the silliness of okay. the week. Uh, and <laughs> uh, and Stacy and I were having a conversation about uh, how aggravated he was whenever he had to listen to Joe Biden speak. And I pointed, <laughs> all I do is look to see his lips are moving and that's all I need to know. He's lying. Mm -hmm. uh, my post uh, on Friday um, called our alleged president has spoken. <clears throat> now what this is, is what we used to call a fisking. Uh, in the blog business, where you where you go paragraph by paragraph through someone's uh, <laughs> words, or sentence by sentence, or phrase by phrase, somewhere. right, 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 uh, and 
and you respond to it. And uh, this is speaking of people clicking the yellow button. This is where you get your money's worth right now, because I'm about to go on a rant. Okay. (laughs) Because as John said, you know, Trump derangement syndrome, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. You know how liberals just screeching, pulling their hair out, uh, you know, with their hatred of Donald Trump and do they think that we hate them, you know, their elected leaders less than they hate ours? You know, because, see, this is it. They're, they're like, Donald Trump, Donald Trump did this. Oh, well, we got to impeach actually, him. They Stacey, impeached him twice. Stacy, actually, I don't hate their uh, elected leaders. I just view them as beneath contempt. Yeah. But go for it. Uh, I was in the middle of a rant. Yes, I, uh, I know they hate us. <laughs> okay. But, but you know, the idea, and, and look, I told you, don't you remember me telling not 20 minutes ago, if you can't handle it, don't watch it. it you know, mm-hmm. I have found ways to maintain my sanity, okay, simply by ignoring politics. You know, as much as, you know, when, you know, it's kind of like my job to pay attention to this stuff. And I'm not going to talk about my day job, which is also paying attention to this stuff. But, you know, I find ways to distract myself and try to remain calm because as citizens, what most of us can do, okay, is just merely every two years we go out and vote. Okay. There's not a lot more. Uh, that we can do more important than that. So we need to remain calm. But oh, my God. Oh, my God. The speech that Joe Biden gave on Friday was such a cargo container ship load of bullshit. Okay. And, you know, and by the way, I want to point out that Joe Biden voted 19 times against abortion as a senator. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, he's he was supporting a constitutional amendment to overturn Roe v. Wade in 1982, and people want to say, well, 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 yeah, oh, but they're going to fact check Donald Trump every time he opens his mouth. But D- Biden gets away with this, and so it, it, as he was squinting at the teleprompter and watching him, listening to Joe Biden is bad enough, but watching mm-hmm. him as he squints at that teleprompter, right? Uh, because obviously his his vision is not that good and it's very hard for him to read. And he said, today is a, it's not hyper, hyperbole to suggest a very solemn moment. Today, the Supreme Court of the United States expressly took away a constitutional <sighs> right from the American people that it had already recognized. No. You know, and, and the, the, they took away a constitutional right. And, and I'm saying, you know, my reaction was, can you please tell me where in the Constitution I can find the word abortion? It's not there. They had no such... See, the, the Constitution doesn't just mean whatever uh, some law professor says it means. It had an actual meaning. The words have meaning. Yeah, and that's the whole originalist pro- approach. It not, mm-hmm. it not only it has the meaning of the peop- that the people who wrote it thought it meant. He said, 50 years ago, Roe v. Wade deci- was decided and has been the law of the land since then. I said, yes. And Plessy versus Ferguson decided in 1896 was the law of the land for the next 58 years. But let's not bring up Joe's old clan buddy, Bob Bird, just to score a few cheap political points. Instead, let's ask why Joe Biden thinks this is such a sad day. Or how about we ask him about his bastard grandchild, Hunter Spawned with that Arkansas stripper. But nobody in the press corps ever asked Joe any of the important questions, so never mind, huh? And so I, you can imagine me writing this, okay? I was laughing while I was writing it. I was entertaining myself. But he said, 
he claimed that Roe v. Wade, and it, get this, reaffirmed basic principles of equality. Uh, really? <laughs> he, he said, he said, the life, the health and life of women in this nation are now at risk. And I'm just like, what the hell are you talking about? Okay, you know, it, it, uh, the health and life of women. Uh, Diana, is your health and life at risk? No. Not from this. Not but, from that. But, you know, I'll tell you who's... Uh, Health and life is much less at risk now, and that's a bunch of uh, children mm -hmm. in the womb. And you know, even um, even even in the case of something like rape, Ugh. that child has a right to life. I mean, mm, rape, that's rape is that's rape. that one. That one, I I have some issues with. Um, well, let me let me finish and see if you still have an issue. Rape was no has uh, is no longer a capital crime, and we Kitty. never uh, and we never uh, hanged any of the victims. And the child that child's a victim, and and, <sighs> and, 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 and and so you know we we can go back and forth maybe on that, but certainly just because uh, someone wasn't careful and the child it's inconvenient is not a reason to kill. The no, baby. no, that I have no issue with whatsoever. Um, but, uh, the case of rape, um, we sometime where sometime off air, we'll have that debate go. <laughs> well, I'll, maybe we, maybe we can have it while we're setting up for next week because we're uh, originating Valdosta next week if things work out. And right. that would be really cool. But, uh, with that, you know, um, it's anyway, Stacy, yeah. you're ranting. I want to okay, hear you. Yes, rant. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Y'all enjoy your conversation while I catch my breath uh, here and get back to ranting about the son of a bitch, Joe Biden. I tell you what. By the way, you're going to burn all your rant time on this one, and you're not going to get to rant about the school board. But go ahead. Anyways, but. Uh, he, he spoke of a constitutional principle, a broad national consensus. And he just uses these phrases. It, it, it's magical thinking. He believes mm -hmm. that if he says it, okay, that will actually make it true. This is part of the myth of the Democratic Party, you understand, is that the idea that there's a broad national consensus of constitutional principle for a woman's right to choose, and they're no. never called out on this bullshit. This is why I became a conservative, because I've been working in the media uh, like 10 years when I became aware of the, the, you know, the media bias problem. You know, and and I felt the need to you know counteract this, and they're never called out on this bullshit. Well, yeah. Anyways, and so he goes on and on, and he says it was three justices named by one president, Donald Trump, who were the core of today's decision to upend the scales of justice and eliminate <laughs> a fundamental right for women in this country. And I'm, I'm like, this is why 74 million of us voted for Donald Trump, okay? Is, is, At you least know, 74 million. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. the, the three judges, and, and by the way, I, I, I skipped over this, but... He said, as chairman and ranking member of the Senate Judiciary Committee, as vice president and now as president of the United States, I've studied this case carefully. I've overseen more Supreme Court confirmations than anyone today where this case was always discussed. And I said, Joe reminds us that he was the head clown in charge of the circus when the Judiciary Committee staged its high-tech lynching of Clarence Thomas. And mm -hmm. I, in that episode, by the way, that episode, by the way, mm -hmm. should have completely, uh, anyone who voted, who watched what happened in that hearing, the Clarence mm -hmm. Thomas hearing, and you, you couldn't possibly elect Joe Biden to higher office. And the mm -hmm. man is, you know, he... He, he turned it into a circus, a nationally yep. televised circus. And it was an embarrassment. 
It was a national, it was a disgrace. Anita Hill never should have been called to testify. No. Nope. Okay. She was lying. You know who proved she was lying? Guy named David Brock, by the way. And, mm -hmm. and well, I could go he, on about David Brock. He switched but, sides. But, but, anyway, but, but, yeah, but look, Biden has been a liar since day mm -hmm. zero. Mm -hmm. And what do you expect to, to see with him now? The thing is, is that the, the, the one thing that seems to be happening is whoever's writing the cue cards and the or uh, programming the teleprompter at least has got a better vocabulary than oh. Biden usually had on his own. Oh. So we do have that. Oh, my God. I, 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 I have not yet begun to rant. I see we're going to have Joe talking about his energy policy. Can yeah. I rant some more, ladies and gentlemen? Well, yeah. Why don't you talk about the the lies from Monday and Tuesday? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It, it was a <laughs> it was a it was a a, a prevarication packed week for Joe Biden. Um, uh, that that means it was the day of the week ending in Y. On Tuesday, President Joe Biden admitted for the first time, "quote We need more refining capacity." Really. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> says, uh, and by the way, I'm quoting from, uh, I'll tell you who I'm quoting from. I'm quoting from, uh, hang on, I'll tell you. I, I have to get this. Michael Schellenberger, who is uh, kind mm -hmm. of a um, uh, kind of an, uh, a, a truth teller. But anyways, he says, I have been reporting Biden killed a major oil mm -hmm. refinery expansion Mm -hmm. On May 14th, just five weeks ago, and killed a million acre oil and gas leak in Nebraska, in Alaska, I'm sorry, on May 12th. So mm -hmm. last month, he killed a refinery and killed a million acre drilling deal. Okay. Mm -hmm. Biden has yet to hold a single onshore lease sale. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, so he's completely blocked new drilling, and he keeps claiming that he hasn't done this. But he, but you know, he doesn't know, right? He doesn't know what he's done. He he can't remember what he had for lunch yesterday. Well, uh, someone I, one of the uh, better tweets uh, was that uh, I've seen this past uh, week or so was someone I can't remember who it was is saying that uh, Joe Biden claimed and such and such that something that isn't that he doesn't remember something that's uh, obviously not true and. The person says, and I believe him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, every word Joe Biden says is a lie, including and and thee. And the. No intelligent person believes him. But we must remember that 50% of the population is below average. Yeah, that's the thing uh, that happens like the way. Yeah, but, you know, some things, uh, though, turn out real well. On the other hand, some things just don't age well at all. Uh, <laughs> I pulled up to buy gas uh, and the, the pump ahead of me had a Cadillac parked in front of it. Uh, and uh, the car had a bumper sticker left over from 2020. And it wasn't I, a deadhead sticker. Go. <laughs> no, it said I'm riding with Biden. <laughs> The Boys of Summer, I think you just yes, invoked Don yes. Henley. Don boys Henley, Boys of Summer. I love yeah, that I, song. I, I, I saw, I, I, I saw I, I, a deadhead dead sticker, sticker on a Cadillac. On a Cadillac. <laughs> you can never look back. Little voice that. inside my head said, don't look back. You can never look back. Yeah, yep, but I'm riding with Biden. And I, <laughs> it, I, it was everything I could do not to uh, uh, tell the guy, I hope he didn't fall over. Um, <laughs> But, you know, you'd think that some bumper stickers would have fallen out of favor. You'd think. Anyway, that, 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 that's my little uh, uh, poke at, at Biden. But that you can take that as a cryptic message if you want. Yeah, I had a, I had a uh, blog post about cryptic messages. This, this cryptic messages. Uh, Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf. Uh, tweeted out a um, a uh, graphic uh, claiming to show how 
red flag laws work to prevent mass shootings. And it's, it says, this is Jane. Jane's social media contact, Randy, posts photos of guns and cryptic messages. Jane <laughs> calls the police to report the po- post. The police petitioning court to temporarily remove Randy's guns. Police provide evidence that Randy is a danger to himself and others. The court agrees to a temporary removal of Randy's weapons. Now, uh, folks, if you know if you believe that is how it's going to work, uh, I, I've got a bridge <laughs> in Brooklyn you might want to invest in. But yeah. Well, yeah. I- I, I, in the comments sections, put up a meme that I uh, came up with about four or five years ago that has a picture of my uh, old manual typewriter and the words <laughs> Molan Lobby. And yep. it's, it's a First Amendment slogan, too. Uh, mm-hmm. And the reason they want our guns is so they can get our typewriters. Okay, well, you say. Anyways, <laughs> I, 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 but speaking of cryptic messages, I featured the late, uh, great uh, Academy Award-winning actor Charlton Heston holding mm-hmm. up a flintlock musket, musket at an NRA rally and saying, from my cold, dead hands. You remember mm-hmm. that oh, yeah. famous speech. <laughs> they can have my guns when they take them from my cold, dead hands. And as I said, the debate over gun control is never actually a debate. Democrats keep trying to take our guns away, and we keep saying, hell no. Um, But uh, anyways, so, uh, but what they're doing, you know, the idea that that passing new laws Mm -hmm. is the, the way to protect us from gun violence Right. Okay. They won't enforce the laws that are already on the book. They just recall Chesa Bowden. Uh, what's his name? What's Chesa Bowden? Okay, you can pronounce that. Well, anyways, they just recalled this asshole. Yes, in, I can say that pretty clearly. They recalled this asshole in San Francisco who had got himself elected DA with uh, George Soros money. And uh, because he wasn't enforcing the laws they have. Larry Crasser, not enforcing law in mm-hmm. um, Pennsylvania. What's that woman up in uh, Cook County? Uh, Kim Fox. Kim Fox in Chicago. She's not enforcing the law. Uh, what's that? <laughs> you could say that. In L.A. Uh, uh, Gascon. George Gascon. Well, Mosby, Mosby in Baltimore. Most, Most be in They're not. Wait, is she still? Yeah, she has. She's she's uh, still in office, and her husband's still on the city council. Well, oh, anyway, wow. anyways, they, these these urban Democrats uh, DAs will not enforce the law because to enforce the law, you might have to arrest some criminals and put them in prison. Well, the people who are committing the crimes in these cities are Democrats, okay? Their core constituency, if you know what I mean, and I think you do. And so they don't want to put those people in prison, and therefore they're not enforcing law. And then you say, well, let's pass new laws. Well, they've got some new laws for us. They've got red flag laws. And I had a post, though, that took... Uh, remember the quote I, I started out with, with uh, Thomas talking about uh, how the Second Amendment is not a second yes. class uh, 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 set of rights that it uh, secures? Well, you know, I'm not a lawyer, but uh, Thomas's references to the Sixth Amendment, and more than one, uh, and the right to confront witnesses and his historical analysis of the 19th yep. century surety laws and the Bruin decision you know, I don't understand how red flag law, flag laws get past that. No, they can't. Uh, you know, because they're mm-hmm. based on an ex parte mm-hmm. hearing where you don't confront your witness. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of it. it um, you know, it's um, and 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 you know, and the he put that in a decision in the summary paragraph. And the Senate and, and House voted for the law anyway. I mean, yeah, like, because they because they're uh, majority Democrat and quite and uh, 
a bunch of squishes and quizzlings, well, and the, the, they're insane. The, well, but the thing is, is that no, there there should have been the votes to uh, filibuster it in the Senate. Mm -hmm. So there, there, there's some, there's some, we, you know, we have a problem. They with had twelve. Our they had twelve Republican uh, rhinos. So yeah. no, no, they got cloture. Well, but St Stacy has a. A, a post that's very related to he's watch it folks he's about to rant again about uh, <laughs> public servants or public masters yeah i i you know, folks if if you know me if you actually know me you know never to mention public education around me because i can <laughs> rant for hours if you, uh, you you know i could go on and on about what's wrong with the public education system um and uh, and, you know, but I can summarize it by saying, what's wrong with American public education? I can sum it what up in it? one word, everything. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, but I mean, the thing is, it's not run for the benefit of the students anymore. It's run for the no, benefit it never was. Of, of, of the bureaucrats, not even for the benefit of the teachers, for the bureaucrats who uh, manage the teachers. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's just... They presume that they're not public servants, that they're our masters. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's not going to work. But you see the same thing across the board. Uh, mm. I had a, I had a, I'm not making this up, you know, uh, post. Uh, but you didn't even let me mention, uh, let me attempt to pronounce Oconomowoc, <laughs> well, <now laughs> Wisconsin. You, you, yeah, I know. <laughs> but, but. You know, AOC is is now complaining that getting a hundred paid one hundred seventy four thousand bucks a year is too, uh, uh, not enough money for her to uh, make a living and be able to afford to start a family. Uh, let me quote Stacy on that. If you wait till you can afford it to start a family, you won't start a family. That was actually my father uh, who said it? that. It, oh. it, yeah, yeah. My father, you know, when. Our oldest daughter was just a babe in arms, and my dad came up for dinner. You know, came up mm -hmm. to visit us for dinner, and uh, was, and uh, and I was uh, complaining about the bills or whatever. And he said, "Son, if you wait to have kids until you can afford to have kids, you'll never have kids." And it just <laughs> you, you find a way, you know. Uh, well, and, and and I can almost confirm that because uh, my son was born just before my fortieth birthday because Connie and I were waiting. Uh, for uh, to make sure that we had the economic security, and I I have one son, and you have four plus two daughters, so mm -hmm. you know, you know th that's the difference about getting a late start. But you know the the whole thing about 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 uh, AOC's uh, not being able to get by on one hundred and seventy four thousand a year. You know, I doubt that she understands that the at, at in any kind of intellectual level that the inflation that's eating away her well above average salary mm -hmm. is the result of her votes in the, <laughs> in the house. You know, it's like, yeah. what, what, what's going on there? On the other hand, there's enough stupidity going around that, it, you know, it's, it's not like she's got a, 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 a corner on the market. Yeah, it was, uh, it seems like forever ago, but it was only in fact five days. Uh, <laughs> but uh, when, when I, I, had a post about the cul-de-sac of feminist stupidity okay and in other words you you essentially run into a dead end there's nothing nothing there uh you know and 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 i said that uh, and i began by defining a feminist what is a feminist a, a woman who can't get along with men feminism is an anti-male ideology a political expression of the collective resentment of such women, none of whom has ever stopped to think that perhaps men are not the problem. This thought never occurs to a feminist for the same reason that a Nazi would never doubt that Jews are the problem. So, so man in feminist ideology occupies the same place that Jew occupies in Nazi ideology. Let's make mm -hmm. that clear, okay? So, uh, <laughs> there, um, so a Jewish man would be really hated by a feminazi. Taylor Lawrence. Okay, <laughs> folks, we keep bringing her up, but Taylor Lawrence is the 
Washington Post. She used to be at the New York Times, but she's now at the Washington Post, and she does feature stories about teenagers on TikTok and other <laughs> things like that. And she is, uh, she is, uh, well, to know her is to hate her. Okay, mm. to know who she is. She's if pretty you know terrible. Her, yeah, she's awful. Anyways, but a a woman. I assume it's a woman. Yes, it is a woman. I actually researched this. Yeah, uh, tweeted uh, this week, some of my friends date men, and I always tell them to ask new dates how they feel about Taylor Lawrence as a good screening question for vile misogyny. It's really? the new Gamergate. Anyways, and I said that they set up a Kafka trap because the reason this won't work, there's, it's like, it's like uh, to say that if you hate Taylor Lawrence, uh, you're guilty of vile misogyny is sort of like asserting that you're a racist if you dislike, say, Louis Farrakhan. Anyways, and so um, I, I did some research, and um, I discovered. Uh, that this woman is divorced, mm. bisexual. Oh, <laughs> She's dear. a divorced bisexual who married a a uh, a foreigner, a Russian, by the way, a a Russian who suffered traumatic brain injury that changed his personality so that he became abusive. Well, like, that's not his fault, and frankly, that that doesn't make the divorce. That makes the divorce just self-preservation. I mean, let's not get crazy here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's it's like it, this. It, this is why I say it's just like that. You don't need, uh, you know, the the women okay. who make bad choices in their personal lives or just have bad luck, right? They they can't just luck. let it go. At well, whoops, I screwed up. They can't do it that way. No, no, no. They're victims of systemic oppression. You know, and so anyways, well, there goes my uh, rant about that. Okay. I, I've, I've been ranting a lot. I need to catch my breath here. Okay, take a deep breath, Stacey. <sighs> and now I'm going to remind you that crazy people are dangerous. No, no, no. I'm going to remind you. Anyways, yes, crazy people are dangerous uh, with the headline... Uh, on the post about several disturbing accusations versus the flash. <laughs> yeah. Warner yeah. Brothers is reportedly prepared to drop Ezra Miller, the once promising star of 2017's Justice League in the upcoming movie, The Flash, from future DC Comics movies amid mounting legal trouble. And I'm like, mounting legal trouble. Oh, boy. It's, it's, it's the Himalayas of mounting <laughs> legal troubles. Okay, this guy, this guy, you know, if he wasn't a millionaire movie star who is non-binary, by the way, he uses they, them pronouns. Um, <sighs> yeah, yeah, I know. He is really, and he smokes a lot of weed, by the way. Evidently. Uh, so, so he's a dope head, non-binary, <laughs> they, them. Uh, and also he's, well, I don't, is it fair to say he's a pedophile? Well, he's been accused of uh, pedophile type behavior, I guess. The, yeah. I, 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 I don't think he's going to sue this podcast, but you never know what they'll do. Uh, those pedophiles um well we're just reporting stories so well yeah right we're just reporting the news about pedophiles and 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 you know they might sue you for defamation been there done that won the case been there done that burnt the t-shirt dismissed yeah yeah i think we know what we're talking about here but anyways uh i i i everybody was like who is ezra miller because you know the nowadays when you get to a certain age, you find that there are celebrities 
who are very famous, allegedly, that you've never heard of. And, well, it, and, it's, well, you know, it's the same principle as uh, when they quit playing good music on the radio. That's, that's the definition yeah, of middle yeah. age. <laughs> yeah, the definition of middle age is when they stop playing good music on the radio. They always play a good, that good music on the radio. When I listen to classic rock, it's always 1974 on my radio. <laughs> Uh, on my playlist but anyways meanwhile back at the ranch okay uh, uh he was in a polyamorous relationship with multiple people at some point um uh he was busted for marijuana he was accused of uh choking a woman and throwing her to the ground he threw a chair which hit a 26-year-old woman and left a half-inch cut on her forehead. He hurled uh. obscenities at clients at a karaoke bar. I'm just hitting the highlights of the recent behavior uh, by Ezra Miller, they, them. Anyways. Yeah, sounds pretty crazy to me. Yeah, but Me then too. <laughs> he met Stop a 12-year-old... Uh, Native American activist, an environmental activist named Tokata Iron Eyes. Who is now uh, 18. <laughs> who is now 18. And uh, Ezra Miller has gone missing, by the way. Uh, I, according to Rolling Stone, he may be uh, hunkered down in Vermont with a, a family with small children. But anyways, uh, his career is probably over. Toast. <laughs> Yeah, it's toast. <laughs> but anyways, uh, the people aren't the people who were uh, condemning uh, J.K. Rowling uh, don't want to say anything about Ezra Miller. Uh, but anyways, but a mother and her 12-year-old child were granted a temporary harassment prevention order against Miller uh, earlier this month, and so. Crazy people are dangerous. Yep, and we're mm -hmm. to the end of the show, Stacey. Yeah, we'll be back uh, 7 o'clock uh, next Saturday night. Originating from beautiful downtown Valdosta, Valdosta, And so you can join us again next week. Thank you for being with us, Diana. Love it. I'll we'll see, see you see. next week. Yeah, we'll Bye, actually see you next week. Bye. Yeah. Mr. Briggs. <laughs>